1: Lights, camera, action, it's the KSL Movie Show, not getting a real under control vibe here, with Doug Wright and Steve Sales, the week's big movie review, movie news, trivia, games and prizes, all on the KSL Movie Show, here's Doug Wright, he's not a monster Gaston, you are on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM.
2: This is the movie show before Valentine's Day. So Steve, this mm. is biggie. Oh yeah. We're all on our best behavior. We have mostly love in our hearts today. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> is he setting me up for something? You know, well, you know, it's ironic that I get up this morning and you know, get up out of my IntelliBed and then I just kind of honed here to the movie show today, which is where the IntelliBed originates. We're back you know, I with was, our friends. I was thinking the other day, I said,
3: what would it take for somebody to get that IntelliBed away from me? Oh, like, yeah.
2: What would they offer? Do you, do you remember the old Charlton Heston thing about his rifle? Your oh, cold, cold dead, dead hands. hands. <laughs> yeah. yeah, My I cold, just, sleepy hands. <laughs> I, just, I just have my fingers just gripped on it. Yeah, to, I
3: can't really think of anything physically in this world that I would... Maybe want more than a, what I the IntelliBed series. But there is
2: another wistful thought that you might uh, part from your.
3: Well, a couple million might do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then I can buy all the beds I wanted.
2: You know, we happen to be, in case you haven't caught the drift, we're broadcasting today. <laughs> oh, hi, Colin. From, yeah, have we got Colin's mic up? Yeah, this is one of the big kahunas here. He's the big guy. And, uh, you know, as you can tell, we love our IntelliBeds. That's great to hear. Yeah, Great stories. We've got some really fun stuff today for uh, everyone out there. Is it true you've been tracking horror stories on dating? It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> what better time to do it? Well, and Steve is a poster <laughs> child for that, so did you call him personally? Boy, oh, you know, well, do I have stories for you. <laughs> That's what worries us is Steve's stories. I know. I
3: call it the St. Valentine's Day massacre. Ooh.
2: But <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm no, even going to yeah, shut yeah. up on this one. I'm not saying another word. Hey, you know what? Probably what we ought to do is actually do the movie show preview so people know what glories and what wonderful things are in store for them on today's Valentine's edition of the movie show or run screaming or run screaming from whatever okay here we go it's the movie show preview sponsored by steve i want you to remember this name <laughs> steve has an i has a, a furnace that let's put it this way was not in sco- installed by i've got two words scott Call, and
3: but it's a very dear friend. The problem
2: is, it's we're just having a few issues. Your furnace is a dear friend. He goes down, no, the, kisses the, it good night the all good the good gentleman time. that put it in for me is it good? There friend. are no other people that install furnaces on the face of the planet, save only Scott Call. Boy, is he a busy boy? <laughs> yeah, boy. And you know, one of these days, one of these days, you know. All right, here we go. This is sponsored by Call Climate services the movie show
1: preview the following preview has been rated g and is appropriate for all audiences coming up on today's movie show the big movie review okay the
2: big movie review death on the nile yes I, i i really like this movie i had some second thoughts about you know orient express and all that stuff but wow
3: you know i i saw somebody whining about I don't need a backstory on where his mustache
2: came from. Well, I love that. Me too. It made him so much more relatable. And you find out why he has some of his quirky things, why he wears that ridiculous mustache and everything else. I thought it
3: was kind of a cool story. I thought it was a very And I don't know if
2: it's, like, accurate to Agatha Christie's... But it was sure good for the movie. Yeah, it worked. Oh, and plus the texture and the feel. And anyway, we'll give you the full review coming up in a moment. Oh, the look of that film is staggering. Then there is Marry Me... And uh, we'll we'll talk about that. The sky is everywhere, Steve, and I have not seen that. So the no, bird, I have seen that. one. No, I said I have not seen. Oh, it. I thought you said Steve and I have not seen. It. No, I said Steve. I have oh, not I, seen. okay. Can we get a can we can we put some? I need bottles? a translator. Would would you do some uh, you know American sign language for you Steve? You know, I just staring here? at your eye, and I get it gets distracted. Oh, he's <laughs> gonna bring in my eye. <laughs> I figured if you were gonna throw me into the bus. Uh-huh. You know, you want to talk about my poor little eye? That no, is, I don't. Know, to, to, you know, I'm, I have a bedazzled eye patch for everything you. Everything but... else and all the drops I have to take. I know. And I'm sorry. The reason it looks red, like I just got punched by Colin with a volleyball, <laughs> spiked right in the old. <laughs> he is a volleyball star, by no, the way. Oh, I know. Okay. Well, I'm. I'm back gonna, in the day. I'm going to try to maintain. I bet
3: he wore those shorty shorts too, didn't he?
2: Okay. All right. I'm oh, sorry. I, hey, that, that was rude. You I, didn't I, have to go I this. can carry on. <laughs> that was a cheap shot. I think I'm going to have to come and sit between exactly. Steve and I care. Dr. Miller, when I come in for my appointment, you'll have to talk to me about Steve. Okay, then I want you back. Now, this movie surprised me. It's hilarious. I. It's a little sassy. It's a little sassy, but... I, I walked out and I said, you know, you, we're, you know, poor Bonaducci was standing there and I, cause he knows that I, I don't love being queried about movies afterwards and I said, no, this is, the, this is one of the best rom-coms I've seen in a long time.
3: The only caveat for me was the, this- the the language from the little twelve year old I thought yeah, yeah I know language with that's kids. always a little tough it,
2: it always bothers me I mean
3: he he really came I mean he's funny but it's just like ooh. but fortunately nobody's eye in that movie was oh all I'm red so and sorry.
2: bloodshot and you know something okay and then Jockey Jockey is out there this um, by the way yes Clifton Collins Jr.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, you've seen him in a lot of movies he plays the main character. he is so good in this. We actually heard his name mentioned at the Utah Film Critics Association as a potential best actor mm-hmm.
2: Now I know why all right and then there 's quarantine for two all of that we 're going to review all those movies we 've got uh, we 're going to talk about the Oscars also uh, today. Interesting uh, out there, an interesting list, and we have 10 films nominated for I guess that's going to be movie. the norm now. I guess that is going to be the norm now. Because it used to be a percentage of first-place votes. Now right. they said it's just flat 10. It's going to go 10. Virginia Pierce is going to be join us, joining us, the commissioner herself, and she's going to talk about some of the cool things happening in Utah, and the name of Kevin Costner is going to we come up. We can't get rid of him, can we? He's going to, well, we don't want to get rid of him. I know we don't. A uh, sad thing is for Come while, home, Kevy. I mean, come home, and Taylor and come on. Ignore all that money that Montana's flashing in your face. And, and come speaking home, of which, season
3: five begins shooting
2: in May. Come in home to Utah. Montana. All right, what else have we got? We have got, oh, D's going to be here for the quirky picks. We've got the movie show top ten. And, of course, that's you know the highlight of the whole show. Well, telephone torture is right up there, too. And Jeff the Whipple has come through with another spectacular Valentine's Day package for us. Absolutely. And we're hoping that maybe even Jeff the Whipple himself can join us pretty to busy talk about. <laughs> pretty busy. Yeah, you know. We'll we'll have to take away the uh ping pong paddle from him and the Oh I think he's know. into uh what is that pickleball thing now. Do we have Jeff the Whipple on the air with us right now? Oh. No, we're going to have him. Okay, it's confirmed. No. I thought, wow, that's early.
4: But yeah. hey, you know we eager.
2: Ac- we accommodate very important people and their schedules. Absolutely. <laughs> he said no they're going, absolutely and we're going well Kind of, don't we? Yeah, we do.
1: The movie show.
4: We'll soon find out that some wizarding families are better than others, Potter. You don't want to go making friends with the wrong sort.
1: On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM.
2: Okay, the big movie. And, you know, this, this is. A big movie in every sense of the word, you know. Sometimes we kind of go, well, you know, this is kind of the big one. We back into it. Yeah, we have apologies, disclaimers, everything. This is the big movie of the week, and it's Death on
1: the Nile. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. Coming up on today's movie show, the big movie review.
2: Okay, Death on the Nile. Let's get a little sound on that from the film before we actually weigh into it. Here we go. I suspect you invited me for reasons other than the fun
1: When you have money, no one is ever really your friend I don't feel safe here I don't feel safe with any of that
2: Someone is dead The crime is murder The murderer is one of you I really wondered where this was going to go when it kind of opens in the trenches of World War One. Yeah, and we have uh, I thought a much, we we're in the wrong movie. I know a much uh, really me too. I kind of went, what, what is this? But we see Kenneth Branagh and he's in the trenches, you know, with the the rest of the f- French army, and uh, they've they've received this suicide, you know, order that you're to go out and just basically be machine gun fodder. Right. And but he notices that the birds are reacting to the weather to the wind. And if they can do the, the gas first, I mean it's so foggy and if they're following the gas just right, they're hidden. If they don't and it comes toward them, then they're they toast. get gassed. Yeah. So anyway, he finally convinces the captain, the his his commanding officer, that he knows what he's talking about. Everybody says it, but it absolutely wins and but he's haunted by the fact that uh that the captain didn't make it, and he's haunted by the fact too that he has a real disfiguring thing going on, and he has this woman that he loves. You know, don't visit me, don't visit me, and but yeah, she, don't look at me, and but she does, and there's kind of unrequited love that goes on here, and he becomes this detective. So all of a sudden, we're in the uh, the frame where we have this very rich woman who is at a dance with a good friend of hers who is, oh, yeah. you know, dating this guy. This is Army Hammer. Yeah. And, oh, my goodness, one of the most sensual. Oh, d- my goodness. Dances Talk about dirty dancing. I have ever Holy seen. Holy But, anyway, this this woman, you know, and her boyfriend, her fiancé, but the fiancé falls in love with Gal Gadot. And well, When would, she walks in the door, you're like, uh-oh. Uh-oh, yeah, you know there is in trouble. So what's going on? And the... They, d- they do get married. They're going to do their honeymoon cruise on the Nile. But this woman is dogging them and showing up. And all of a sudden, people start to die. Things are going on that you just don't, you go, what in the world? And somehow, Poirot is on the boat with them. And there are other things going on there as well. So I, d- I don't want to give away any more. Uh, but it's fascinating with the background we now have on him. With the staging on the Nile, and you and I talked about this after the movie. You get some beautiful shots that, if they're accurate, you know I don't know if they're fully Hollywood yeah, or what. those statues right on the on the right, banks. Right, the right Nile? on the banks, kind of almost that in, can't a, be in right. a. It looks almost a little bit like Glen Canyon. Yeah. And then you know the the placement of the pyramids, you know, from aerial shots. I hope some of that stuff is really true because it makes you really want to go. But the period. You looked, can't trust special effects I know, now. You, you really can't. But the period look of it and that cruise, you know, the the paddle wheeler on the Nile, the clothing, just everything I thought was just beautiful. And the way this unfolds, too, was amazing. Everybody has a dog in the fight, and he wasn't a totally disinterested, you know, I'm just here to solve the mystery type thing. It didn't feel like you're you're playing a board game.
3: Well, yeah, the only thing that was – by the way, the vistas are stunning, as you said – the camera never stops moving. It's always panning yep. in a beautiful way. I mean, the cinematography in this is I- incredible. But uh, I-, I love the idea of how they explain why he wears the mustache now. to right. be- cover up his scars. I thought that was brilliant. Um, I think he's much more comfortable playing Pierrot. I think uh, the mystery surrounding it is much better than Death on the Nile. Or uh, Death uh, or, Orient, Orient Express. Orient Express yeah. Murder on the Murder, Orient Express. Yeah. Uh, I thought... It- the whole way, it, everything was just much better done in this film.
2: Sometimes it just seems so snarky, and I am the expert. I am here to solve your mystery. You, this. Uh, but there's even a little bit of humor here where one guy is, is off to the side going, well, he always tells everybody that, and he goes, yes, I do that. And Yeah, he, he accuses everybody yeah, of being the murderer. being the murderer. And there's, there's a little bit of ingratiating. Uh, well,
3: also, uh, the idea that... We've seen that parody of that where he's like "Bill well, it was you that were it's like a game of clue yeah. you had the candlestick and you had the opportunity but it wasn't you it was you" and we've seen that parody but this isn't a parody no it's not this is straight up like a murder mystery the thing is will it have repeat business because once you figure out you know yeah. what's going on are you going to want to go see it again? I would say yes, you know, because the look of this film.
2: I would like to see it again. Yeah, it's stunning. And sometimes you can look for little previews that you missed. Right, the little you know, clues. the little clues along the way. So, what's your grade? B plus. Yeah, me too. I I like this. This is the three and a half star movie for me. Yeah. I really, really like this. And Kenneth Branagh was great. Gal Gadot was great. Army Hammer was great. All Annette Benning even. Annette Benning, you know, is is in this movie. So, yeah, it's it's called. Death on the Nile. It's up on the big screen, and you really do see this on the screen. It's big the only screen. place
3: you can see it right now is right.
2: on the, on the right. big screen. All right. And it's rated right PG 13, I think. It is, yeah, PG 13.
1: The Movie Show. I am wondering, why are you here? I'm looking for someone. Looking? Found someone you have, I would say. Hmm? <laughs> on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. All right, Stephen. Sir. I think that we probably ought to do some movie news here. Okay. All right, here we go. This is Lowell Thomas speaking, flashing to you the news of the world. We return now to the KSL Newsreel, the biggest stories from the world of movies, cinema, and the star-studded glamour of Hollywood. Remember a few years back, the uh, huge hit Bohemian Rhapsody? Oh,
2: yeah. All about Queen and, you know, Freddie. I mean, it it was amazing. Well, now the same folks that uh, brought us that are talking about doing a movie, an in depth portrayal of the complicated man who became the king of pop. And of course, we're talking about Michael Jackson. This should be really interesting. Except that it has
3: the endorsement of the family. I
2: know, and it's right down here. I was going to get to that. The estate now that is run by John Branca and also John McLean, co-executors of the uh, Jackson estate, are producing, along with others, of course. So Graham King, uh, you know, the the producer of Bohemian Rhapsody. So how much, you know, the but you know, you look at uh, King Richard. It had some family interference as well. There were, you know, estates were involved. So that doesn't necessarily mean. I just hope it's not sugar-coated. Yeah, me too, because there was a lot of grit with Michael Jackson. And, you know, you look at his dad, you look at how bizarre things, you know, went, especially toward the end. But anyway, I mean, you look at these guys who have been, you know, running the estate it made $2.5 billion in revenue in the last 11 years. It's remained the top-earning deceased celebrity estate every year since his death, you know, uh, at age 50. Yeah, it probably used to be Elvis, and now it's So, uh, I mean, these, uh, these guys, but then you figure, you know, Jackson bought all the rights to the Beatles music oh, and other right, things. Man. So it's not just the generation of Michael Jackson, his persona, and his music. He acquired other amazing things as well. So yeah, if it's not sugar-coated, but again, you know, we've seen that before where family is involved or others are involved in the making of a film, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to go south, but it does raise an eyebrow. Well, you remember, we're always correcting ourselves
3: on getting names right. Oh, all the time. Well, Anne Hathaway was on Jimmy Fallon recently, and she said, By the way, can we talk about my name for a second? When I was 14, I did a commercial. I needed a SAG card. And my birth certificate says Anne Hathaway. But nobody calls me that except my mom when she's mad at me. So whenever people say, hey, Anne, I think somebody's going to yell at me. I am Annie. Annie. I've always been Annie to everyone who knows me. So please, from now on, when you refer to me instead of Anne Hathaway, Will you please call me Annie? You know, I actually heard
2: something about that years ago, and I didn't know whether it was a serious thing or not. Because it wasn't attributed to her, but somebody else had said in, in an article that I read that, you know, it's really Annie. Yeah. It's Ann with an E. And I thought, well, you know, I, I guess I have to hear it from the horse's mouth. Well, that, the horse said yes. The horse said yes. Okay. I thought that was interesting because if somebody
3: called me Steven, you know, I was like, oh, because that's, you know... almost well, it's like Douglas. If somebody calls me Douglas, I know I'm in trouble.
2: Yeah. Or they're being snarky.
3: Yeah, she goes, I've even had people call me half. Yeah. Any Anything, just don't call me
2: Ann. Wow. Interesting. Suicide Squad. Okay, Will Smith, who starred as Deadshot in uh, Suicide Squad, wants Warner Brothers to release a director's cut of the 2016 film. Yeah, uh, that should help. Yeah, that, that you know, he's going to have a lot of... Sh- Deadshot, of course, uh, he uh, said, let me tell you, there's a whole lot that stayed on the floor for Suicide Squad. I'm into it. I love that world of extending out. And he said among the changes that you would see would be, well, there was the removal of the romantic subplot between Smith's Deadshot and uh, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. The majority of the Joker's role ended up on the cutting floor. And he said, following the success of the fan-led campaign to release the Snyder Cut, the uh, Zack Snyder's version of Justice League, fans have begun to uh, really ask the studio, lean on the studio, for the uh, ire cut of Suicide Squad as well. Oh, huh, cool. So we'll see how much clout the fans have here, and Will has.
3: So check this out. Tom Hanks has a new comedy in the works, by the way. not even they, And they just pre-sold it. It's called A Man Called Otto. It was a Swedish film in, in 2017. Uh, it was called A Man Called Ove, and it's a very funny movie, a great film. They sold this to Sony, and everybody was bidding on it, yeah. for $60 million. And they haven't shot a single frame of video of film yet.
2: Wow. Can you imagine what the budget on that movie is going to be if they count the purchase price of it?
3: Well, the, the thing is, it's a very low-key movie wow. about a guy who, Kind of a surly guy who lives in a neighborhood, and he's always picking on the neighbors. You left a cigarette butt out in the, my driveway, and you know he's the get off my lawn guy. And, <laughs> this is
2: Grand Torino.
3: Yeah, and the neighbors across the street uh, are just kind of simple folks, and they sort of, and you know, they he, they warm him up a little bit. So he's going to be playing this character. Tom Hanks is. Uh, they begin filming next month in Pittsburgh. Okay. And. Uh, Sixty million bucks, sight unseen. Wow, amazing. Well they there you have our sell
2: movie. Movie news here at KSL News Radio. The movie show.
0: Holtzman, come on. The hat is too much, right? Is it the wig or
1: the hat? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and eleven sixty AM. Okay, the movie show. We got a bunch of movies to talk about. How about if we
2: focus on jockey now? Yes, please. Okay, do we have sound on this? I hope so. Here we go. <laughs>
0: Out of all the things you do in life, there's that one minute that you feel like
1: you're the most important thing in the world because everybody's watching you. Look, I know I'm not in the same shape as these young cats, but I still got a good couple
3: years left in me. You know, we've had a lot of movies about the the horses. Yeah. This is a really good movie about an aging jockey played by Clifton Collins uh, Jr., uh, he's getting old and he knows it, but he's got a, a friend who's a horse owner, Molly Parker, who I always, uh, she was wonderful in the, um, uh, Deadwood, the series. Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a great series. Anyway, she's found a horse. She goes, I, I got a horse I want you to see. And they've worked together for years. And he goes, Ooh, that is a magnificent animal. He says, can I, can I ride him? And she says, yes, I want you to take him out now. I mean, it's dark and you know, and yeah. It's, oh, He's he's like riding a cloud. He goes, this horse has got it. This, I think it was a mare actually. And so, you know, the movie goes on and he's like, I I think we really have a horse here that can do some stuff. And this is in Phoenix. So it's sort of around the the racing circuit there in Phoenix. And then a young man comes along and he's sort of the the new up and coming guy, kind of a snarky little guy. But it turns out that he thinks that maybe uh, Clifton is his father. Wow! yeah and he goes wait a minute who's your mom he goes yeah don't you remember sandra from uh yeah about 25 years ago yeah shoot so he, he goes yeah i think you're my dad and he kind of takes him under his wing and they develop this relationship yeah. he teaches him all the. he goes now look when you get in this race this horse doesn't like to be on the on the rail he needs to get out and where there's a little air I mean, he has all the, you know, the jockey techniques down pat. He knows all the owners, all the horses, all the other jockeys. It's just a cool movie um, to see them, how they get together and, you know, whether or not he is the son or not, it's not really important. But how Clifton just sort of grooms him along and realizes that he's his body's breaking down. He's had his back broken two or three. I mean, I didn't yeah. realize jockeys just take a beating. Oh, yeah. But uh, it's just a cool movie. Unfortunately, it's only playing as far as I know, is at the Broadway. Um, and if that's not right, please somebody let me know because this is my pick of the week. It's, it's just a cool, with a great actor, probably should have been nominated, but it's such an obscure film that not a lot of people is saw. Is it
2: based on a true
3: story or is this just a good I, story? You know, that's a good question. I don't think it is yeah. based on a true story, but it could be. You yeah. know, it seems like yeah. one of those that, I, I bet you there's somebody out there that could identify with this story. It just... I just enjoyed this so much and just um, all his little lessons in life that he throws out at this kid. Cool. Yeah, good movie. Jockey.
2: And as far as as we know, we can check with Jeff when he's on with us. Uh, Jeff's going to join us for. Pretty sure uh, he's not showing it. Yeah, okay. But I I wish he was because it's one of those. It's called Jockey. So what's what's the grade? uh, This is a B-plus also. B-plus movie and it's rated. Uh,
3: It would be rated R. Movie show.
1: Abby normal. I'm almost sure that was the name. Are you saying that I put an abnormal brain
0: into a seven and a half foot long,
3: 54 inch wide gorilla?
1: On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. It is. The movie show at
2: KSL News Radio coming to you today from Intellibed. And you know, we always love it. When the commish herself is here with us, and Virginia Pierce, well, it's great to have you here. <laughs> yeah. Doing the hair thing. We are just commenting that, you know, her hair is longer than it normally is. And yeah. you're doing the signature Hollywood flip with the hair. Well, you have yes. got it down. I flip. got it down. It's looking good. I do Look-
5: it even when my hair isn't long enough.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not even there. Even. Yeah. Hey, it is so much fun to have you here, and there's a lot to talk about. Now, first of all, you know, the uh, when the Utah State Legislature is underway, you know, you being the commish, you know, spend some time watching out for the film industry and for the tourism industry here in the state of Utah. How are things going up on Utah's Capitol Hill?
5: They're good. I was just saying, I just spent the morning with the, both the Rural Caucus and the Outdoor Rec, um, it was Outdoor Recreation Day on the Hill, so right. both two groups that... Intersect with film, for sure, rural, you know, there's just such great opportunity for film production in rural. They love shooting commercials and television series and everything else. So we really try to make sure that rural communities have the resources they need to encourage film production
2: when we've talked with some of our local filmmakers including uh, even last week uh, a guest we had on the show they talked about how there really is a push you know and a lot of movies just naturally happen you know mm-hmm. out in our great outdoors and so on and especially now with a governor that comes from rural utah uh, spencer cox there's really a, a push to move utah's economy you know on beyond you know hotspots in Washington County, the Wasatch Front, the Wasatch Back, there's some real push to get all kinds of economic things flowing into rural yeah. Utah.
5: And it's such an, an it's kind of an immediate infusion of funds. Like yeah. I don't know if if anyone is watching regular TV right now, I'm sure you've seen a Nissan ad with Brie Larson where she's, you know, like I'm in a Hollywood movie and this is where it would end, but now I'm, you know, I'm in this car and yeah. I can So that was shot in Southern Utah. And you know oh. that's a half million to a million dollar yeah cash dump. I saw windshield the
3: company right there at the mittens, I mean, yeah, yeah, and she had a broken windshield and yeah, i thought... i mean
5: that commercials really want to take advantage of the locations just because it's you know that's where people want to be when so.
2: as you mentioned in in rural Utah and in some of our smaller towns, it is like just a life saving infusion of money, and it it's just like an adrenaline shot yeah and 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 there's, there's a pride factor to it as
1: well.
5: And it's it's pretty low impact. You know, I think you, you always hear them say, like, we took nothing but pictures and left yeah. nothing but footprints. That kind of yeah. mentality, we hope. You know, we try to definitely encourage tread, treading softly on those
2: lands. And, you know, sometimes in the towns themselves, they, they leave improvement behind. Yes. You know, I saw that firsthand in our little town, Eureka, you know, after Maldonado Miracle, there were things that were, you see, I'll just slip that slip in there. Slip right in. But th- they left improvements. Yeah. I mean, they some people's homes that they used were newly painted and all kinds of things, yeah. which they sorely needed. Dressing up of Main Street. You know, yeah. th- there were some really cool things that happened.
5: Definitely. And that, and that's another good part of just knowing How to work with film companies is when they come in and say, Oh, I want to get to this location. And a community could say, Well, we can make that happen, but let's improve the road on the way so that the trucks can get in and also that helps our our region.
2: Well, let's talk about some of the new projects. I understand that uh, we've got a Netflix holiday movie. Imagine what a holiday movie being shot in Utah?
5: New. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, I think we've talked about on this on the show before, but we just kill it in the holiday movie game. and uh, this is a new Netflix show called Best Christmas Ever. Yeah, and they get started in February. So, do you know February. where they're going to shoot? I think they're waiting for the snow report to yeah. see you know what what things. If we get look some, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. there was a another Christmas or holiday show that was shooting at Gardner Village a couple of weeks ago. I went down to just. Isn't that a great spot? It's it's so good. It was a holiday market. They dressed it all up. Right. But there was no snow on the ground, so they were making it, and it is fun to watch. Yeah. Just like instant, instant snow everywhere.
2: Now, you know, we have whined (laughs) for such a long time that we were abandoned. Lured away by Montana's (laughs) money, we lost Yellowstone. (laughs) And it's now going in, as Steve mentioned a little earlier, into the fifth season now. We had three of those seasons. Yeah. Which, the good which is, seasons, is, by the and way. They, and they, they, well, the seasons. best seasons. You know, there's <laughs> no doubt about that. But I understand Kevin Costner is uh, eyeing Utah once again.
5: He is. And I, I think I referenced this last month where there was somebody special coming in. And yes. we were working on a big scout. And that was Mr. Dutton himself, wow, and he you know he really does love he loved his time here, he loved the locations, he just really wants to bring this is his own project, a passion project he's been working on It's a series of films called Horizon, and um, it's kind of out there they they released a, some statement about his wanting to film it in Utah. So it's kind of, you know, it, it's not a done deal. He needs to make sure that the locations work. But when he came in, he visited Price and Moab and Bluff and Monument Valley and Kanab and St. George. I mean, he really saw a lot of the state.
2: Did you and know I she was, didn't mention one? I did not mention
5: Sorry, I didn't get him out there. He's very interested in Southern Utah. Yeah? It's hard to get him up to. Oh,
2: You know, and he is so – first of all, I love him as an actor. But, you know, one of my favorite movies was kind of a passion project of his back in, what was it, 2003 with Open Range. Oh, I right. loved Open Range. Yeah. I watched it again just the other day. Yeah. It's one of those movies – Steve and I talk about it all the time. You're surfing the channel and you go – Oh wow! There's Duvall. Robert Duvall. Oh, Duvall. oh my goodness! He's this so is good. this Who's the love it? interest in that? Movie? Annette Benning Oh, is that Annette Bening? Yeah, Benning? is that's in right. that. She's it's the dog's sister, was, and yeah. that that is a great movie. And Costner yeah. not only starred but directed that.
5: Yeah, I know. He's he is. Is a this horse, another western? It is a western. It's a period western. So I think it's eight, late 1800s. And like um, 1883 or 84, maybe, yeah, maybe so. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) so he's been, I mean, we've been talking to him. Honestly, when I went to the first season of Yellowstone, he pulled me aside and said, I have a project I want to bring here. And so that was five years ago, maybe. Yeah, when when did they first start shooting? I think it was about five years ago. So it'll be great. It would be fun to have him here. Oh, just absolutely.
2: Have to have to and you know, maybe, maybe this is a little optimistic, but uh, the this piece I'm I'm just reading here. The setting uh, is August 29th. Production start in Utah. Okay. Yeah,
5: yeah, they they kind of backtracked after that came out. <laughs> they well, yeah, go, Oops. this is not a done deal. Okay. And I know. So, yes. Enthusiasm think we're, we're got the best of them. We're definitely in the running.
2: Well, you know, if if getting, you know, Kevin a gig here on the movie show would help. I mean, we'd, I We'd be glad that. to make some time. Or hosting him in We'll Eureka. try to squeeze him Or in. <laughs> hosting him down. You know, we could have a, a dinner for him down at the Elks Lodge. Yes. Or up at Bee's Diner. It would be
5: amazing. It would
2: be amazing. What yeah. else is going on in the state?
5: You know, we just are plugging away. This is typically a time when people start to call and say, what's up with the, you know, what's the spring going to look like? What if we brought this or that here? And um, so we're just fielding those calls and trying to make it happen.
2: How's the legislature looking uh, for maybe expanding some of our incentive opportunities?
5: There are a couple of things out there. Senator Winterton is running a bill again. He did one last year. He's a rural senator representing kind of the Utah, or you Wasatch Summit County area and right. obviously was hit by the Yellowstone leaving. So he's been very interested in seeing something happen. Yeah,
2: it's interesting the way you put that because it is almost like an industry, you know, mm-hmm. has left an area. You look at how many Places are devastated when they lose an industry on the outskirts of town. And when you have a production like Yellowstone, leave Summit County, leave the Park City area, leave the Utah film studios, leave the local restaurants, leave the local school system even. Mm -hmm. I was so impressed that one time uh, when I was up there, I think it was the kickoff of the second season. And, uh, you know, a lot of the actors, Kevin Costner wasn't there, but uh, I have a picture taken with the three guys that could have taken me to the train station. (laughs) I'll put it that way. Should (laughs) have. And I remember talking to those guys and even in their comments and they were saying, we love here. We love it here in Utah. We love Park City. Our kids are in the schools here. Oh, man, to lose something like that.
3: I know.
5: It's such a good home base for them. And yeah. it, and there's such great, you know, Pioa and Oakley and all of those smaller towns that kind of reach out right. into that. Well, back that's been Waza the biggest
3: back. complaint about Montana is that everything is so far away from the ranch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they don't
2: have an international airport, you know, 20 right. minutes away. and
5: Yeah, I mean, that's a big reason why people love Utah is that. We're film friendly. We're easy to get to. We're easy to get around in, and things are close. You know, I yep. mean, it's really you can pack a lot in, in
2: and the it's day. the home of the movie show,
5: and it's the home of Doug Wright in the movie show.
2: Ooh, I like that. And Steve, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry about Steve too. <laughs> oh, so yeah. it must be Friday. <laughs> <laughs> well, any other little, uh, you know, cats out of the bag you want to present here on the Those movie are, show?
5: I had some biggies. Those today. are big, Kevin yeah, Costner. You did. Yeah. That's big, big, I saved big. It up. Netflix, Costner. Netflix, Costner.
2: Just, I know. Just bring yellow. A new bag, Christmas please. movie being shot in Utah.
5: I mean, I know. I who knew it would reach all the way from? I think our first one was in July. So July to February. That's a pretty good streak that is a good christmas streak. movies have we snow. ever tallied
2: up how many christmas movies have been we, shot? we have if I you have. count mr kruger's christmas too that goes back even farther i
5: know i'll have to bring that next time yeah total list. a gazillion a gazillion a gazillion yeah.
2: virginia it's so good to see you you too we know there's a really busy time of year and you know uh herding the cats up on uh you know capitol hill and
5: i'm just strictly there for information
2: for information you know, it's 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 easy to pick on the legislature, but I'll tell you, those guys and gals, they work hard. They do. And, you know, if if you were to break it down, I did a town hall meeting with our legislators in our area, our two senators, and we had three of our representatives, and we did it on Zoom, and I've hosted that for years and years and years. Uh, well, actually, Mayor Dally hosts it. I, I moderated it. But, you know, I look at the time that they put in. If you were to... What limited resources they are given, you know, to c- try to compensate them for their time. I'll bet they're making a buck forty nine an hour, you know, if yeah, that. That's
5: a lot of time up there. Yeah,
2: it's amazing. Virginia, thanks for all you do. Yes. Yeah. Thanks and again, you know, if it tips the scales, you know, to get Kev to bring his movie here, you know, Kev we, Casey. Yeah. You home. know we. Casey. <laughs> you know a slot here to do a little schmoozing on the I movie show him, no. i thought you were talking about the luke uh, grimes character like, casey's
3: coming <laughs>
2: oh it's one of those virginia thank you
5: yes thanks hey, for having me
2: we got goodies here thanks to gonna, uh I'll until, take some. yeah do a little grazing over here <laughs> okay all right virginia pierce who is the commissioner herself utah film commissioner pretty cool don't let her know this but she's the best she is the best i know shh don't tell her that
1: the movie show.
4: Rule number one for surviving Zombieland: cardio.
1: On KSL News Radio, one hundred two point seven FM and eleven sixty AM. Okay, the infamous movie show here. And Stephen,
2: yes, sir, I think that we ought to review. Well, what is one of the movies we can kind of quickly dispatch? Quickly, let's see, as we it could, were. Well, what would it be? The uh, sky is everywhere, maybe. The sky is everywhere? Okay, yeah. quick little sound on The Sky is Everywhere.
1: My sister is dead. There's no more music in me, no more dreams in me. I've lost the one person on earth who understood me. How's school? He's a new boy in Honor Band.
4: The heart breaks, music escapes.
3: That's how it gets out. No one at school gets it. Don't think it's possible to get it unless you're okay. in it, like we are uh shot in Eureka not no. your Eureka but Eureka California where the big redwood trees are yeah. really kind of a cool place to shoot i thought uh it's two sisters one passes she has a, a heart issue and dies in the middle of a play and the two sisters were very close uh the the sister that passed had a boyfriend and so in grieving the the two remaining you know the boyfriend and the the other sister kind of get together a little bit and you're like oh okay wh- what's happening here it's more set in grief. You know, they're just sort of, they kind of bond based on the grief. But there's a young man at school um, that really has taken a liking to uh, uh, Linny, the remaining sister. She's a, a great uh, clarinetist, but she's kind of lost their mojo. She doesn't want to play anymore because yeah. her sister's gone. So this is a movie about grief, and then it may be about finding that first love. Um, it's a little bit more convoluted, a little complicated because some things happen and you're like, oh, I don't think that would be cool. But you, you sort of – when the director explained, which is not a good thing, when the director has to explain <laughs> that, yeah. okay, why we did it this way and and left it so complicated was um, just you – know, anyway. It's a cute movie but not a great film. It has sh- Sherry Jones. Do you know? She's an older woman. Sherry Jones. Kind of um, – and then Jason Siegel's in it as a, kind oh, of okay. the, the – Pot Smoking Uncle. So there's some fun stuff in it, Um, but it's not a great film. It's just, there was just a little bit of pull and tug there that just didn't feel right. What's a great? Uh, B-minus. It's called The Sky is Everywhere, PG-13, in theaters, and
2: uh, Apple uh, TV+. Okay. The Sky is Everywhere. Yes. What have you done? What have I done? Sneak attack! It's them. telephone torture, and so, Stephen, I'm thinking, how many fingers did Mary Queen of Scots have on one of her hands? I'm hoping five, six. six. So we are going for caller number six. She really had six, yeah? like a minx cat. Six. That happens every now and then. So especially there you go. If especially if you're royal. <laughs> <laughs> There's a backstory on that, I'm sure. Okay, something about arranged marriages. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, we're looking for caller number six. But before we go to our phone lines, mm-hmm. we'll let the lines percolate here for a second. It's KSL Talk. We have invited the Jeff V Whipple himself mr the whipple you know i'm pretty
3: sure his middle name is like patrick or something might be but you
4: know it's jeffrey it's, donald i don't whipple. know do you, do
2: you have a middle name
4: jeff other than the I, I i'm apparently going to have to change it now legally or something i <laughs> i know <laughs> what is it oh i think i think that's a, a question saved for another day oh, oh we have to keep the mystery in oh, law okay, don't ratio we?
2: It's one of those middle names, so no like wonder Dwayne. he no wonder like Dwayne, which is Stevens. Mine is Paul. Yeah, that's not bad. But you know, Mister the Whipple is Doug not Paul. going to fess up here. Okay, Jeff. Yeah, it must be bad. The just one, <laughs> just one of the innumerable reasons that we love to have you on the show to torture to, you today is because. Are we going to continue that Valentine's Day option, door number one, door number
4: two? I think, I think since you started the segment with a math problem and, and royalty <laughs> trivia, we should, we should certainly <laughs> throw out a trick question for telephone torture, don't you think?
1: Oh,
2: yes. What is behind door number
4: two? Well, So door number two, we, are, we have partnered with our friends at the Gateway uh, in conjunction with our extreme makeover of that beautiful theater there. At yes. the Gateway, uh, so the new luxury Megaplex theaters, luxury theater, at the Gateway. Um, so we we thought we'd work out a deal with our some of our neighbors, and so we're offering a luxury dinner and movie option for in celebration of Valentine's Day. Now the, the winner doesn't have to choose that, but we we would recommend it, but <laughs> yeah, not but required. No we we have the usual. You know, the usual prize under door number one, which is the movie tickets, the popcorn, the drinks, all of that. But for door door number two, there are so many great restaurants at the Gateway, so we we worked out a deal. And so the winner will get to choose one of the restaurants. And then we've got two movie tickets to the luxury theater at Gateway, heated power luxury recliners, Dolby Atmos sound, laser projection. It's great. Plus, we're going to throw in one of the 2022 mega tubs, the refillable popcorn tubs. The lovely teal colored, with matching mega mugs, so you can refill your drinks throughout the next year. And then we'll even throw in dessert from Bonbon, bon, our gelato place located inside the uh, the lobby there at Gateway as well. So uh, it's a very nice prize. But not and as you
2: mentioned, this is something that you don't have to be there on Valentine's night. You can set this up uh, because I'm reading from the the fine, wonderful print here, so the winner may choose the timing of their Valentine's celebration. Oh, that's good.
4: Yeah, this the idea here is we're in the date night business every night, and, and the idea is to keep keep the spirit of Valentine's Day alive and well. So if you want to hit it for you know, an anniversary or Valentine's, great, but you've got the flexibility so you can have some fun that way.
2: Okay. Jeff, we appreciate you unveiling door number two. And as Jeff mentioned, we have the traditional, you know, movies, popcorn, you know, drinks. I believe it's Jeff Penelope Whipple. No, it's not Penelope. It's Jeff the Whipple. Mm. That's one of my favorite scenes in all of the Muppet movies. Mortimer. Is is when Chris Cooper calls Kermit the Frog, Mr. the Frog.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's fine company then. I'll I'll just stay with uh the...
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mr. The Whipple, we appreciate you, you know, joining us on the movie show, risking your reputation and heaven knows what else, you know, by actually hanging out with us for a while. But thank you so much for these great prizes. Give our best to everybody there at the Megaplex Theater. Say hi to Blake for us and uh, tell him to turn off his Christmas lights. Fair enough. I'
3: <laughs> not right. do it.
2: Not going to do it. <laughs> hey, thanks so much. All right. There you heard it. You know they're white and red right now. I know, for Valentine's Day. Because he's got the... Oh, of course. He's got the... Yeah, he just has to flip the switch, and all of a sudden, it's the 4th of what July. What color would I like Okay, take? meanwhile, back to the actual issue at hand, giving away a grundle oh, of yeah. things for your Valentines. Let's go to caller number one. Hi, who's this? This is Roy. Roy. You know, sometimes being number one is a good thing. This ain't it. I am the number one loser. You are. So well put. And yeah. Ty, let's just kind of put an exclamation point behind that.
4: You lose. Good day, sir.
2: Okay, now back to the phone line. We're going for caller number six. This will be potential winner number two. Hello. Who's this? Dramatic pause. We ran out. We finally whittled it down to one listener. Uh uh-huh. right, Sorry, are they, I'm not hearing anything. Well, I heard that. <laughs> Click. Okay, we didn't hear any verbiage or, they you panicked. know. a, no. a panicked. Sc- sc- Hi, who's this? This is Don. Don, you're going to be official caller number two. We're looking for caller number not, six. So okay, what does that make thanks. you? Loser. Thanks. You're a loser. <laughs> Ty, hit that button. Mm -hmm. now we go back to the phone line we're almost halfway there hi this is loser i mean potential winner number three hi who's this
0: this is matt
2: matt okay matt do you you just want it straight up (laughs) i'm a loser i'm gonna try again there, oh oh yeah, go, go for it. You could still win. We've had it happen. It, it has happened. Come back kid. Yeah, so okay, Ty, let's just seal this deal. I'm a loser. Yep. Still but, a loser. I like that. It's just peppy. Okay, now let's go back to the phone line, and this is caller number four, which means they're the fourth loser on the show. Hi, who's this? I didn't even get the bronze medal. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, who's this? Alma? Hi. What's your name again? Alma. Alma. Alma, do you want to just embrace what you have become by participating? Yes. What, what I'm was that again?
0: On the, on the movie show.
2: There you go. She, <laughs> she seemed excited. She, she seems excited about it. So, Ty, let's just go. Let's roll with it. She's into this.
1: Because losing sucks.
2: Yeah, Carl just says it. This will be the last loser on the show. I don't think you show. could bring
3: her down though. I don't
2: think so. No, no, she's she's chipper. Okay, let's go to the last loser of the movie show today. All right, who is this?
0: Oh no. This oh, is no. Susan.
2: Susan. I wanted Please, that... to win. <laughs> I know. And you know, somewhere in our deep little dark dank hearts, we kind of wanted you to win too, but oh. not enough to make you a winner because you are. <laughs> you are. Oh. Hey. I so
0: wanted to go to the Megaplex, uh, but well, hey, you, still you know can.
2: what? You, you're I bringing still a can. tear to my one good eye, and I mean that yes. literally. <laughs> yeah, well, I still
0: can. It. We can still go to the Gateway and do all those fun things, yeah, can't we? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You,
2: you just have to take your wallet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, you're you're a cheerful loser. We wish you a very, very happy Valentine's Day.
4: Oh, thank but you.
2: And here's the little seal the deal. Here we go. Uh Uh-oh.
1: You didn't win the prize? You know what that means? It means you have no skills and you're a loser. (laughs)
2: Ooh. What is that? Is that SpongeBob? (laughs) SpongeBob comes through for the movie show, and now we go to (laughs) caller number six. All right. Hi, who's this? This is Matthew. Okay, how many fingers do you have on each of your hands?
1: I have five. This is not a trick question. <laughs> you got to think about it. Well, I have actually
2: had to look. Oh, really? You had to look and count. One, two, three, four, <laughs> yes. There you Carpenter. go. <laughs> Steve's double-checking his, too. You are caller number six. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel pretty good, I guess. Well, it should because it makes I you guess. a big... Wiener, of course it does. Ding, ding, ding! You had a big wiener here on the movie show. Now, right. after we had a, a a great conversation with Jeff V. Whipple, and uh, he laid out what the two prize packages are, this too is not a trick question. Now, if you live somewhere, you know, if you are back, you know, in what whatever, I, I can't. Why, why wouldn't you want door number two? Uh, under almost any circumstances. Well,
3: yeah, because you get the refillable stuff, too. Yeah, I, mean, I know. That, Even without the dinner,
2: it's I know. a better deal. I know. So. But we're still going to give you that choice. This is not an intelligence test. but Might be. Might be. <laughs> are you going to go for option number one? Or are you going to go for the incredible option of number two? Well, let
1: me check my hand again. <laughs> I think I'll go with t- two.
2: You're going to go with number two. Way to I go. I Two sounds good. You are a big wiener. You've won the Megaplex Valentine's luxury date night at the Gateway and uh, you now don't hang up. We had somebody do that a couple of weeks ago. It really messes us up when you hang up. Oh okay. yeah, we can't find you because then we have to track you down. And you know what happens when the movie show tracks you down? <laughs> All your neighbors move everything. So okay, here we go. You need to make the other losers out there feel a little bit better because you are the big wiener. So what do we do?
4: Well, let's cheer them up and send them a message from the chairman of the board.
3: You know, nicely done. Yes, to the
2: Another rousing rendition of Telephone Torture, proudly sponsored by our friends at the Megaplex Theatres. Proudly? Is that the word you want to go with? Well, I, I, just, I just go with whatever sounds. Whatever enhances us. How about Beaten into Submission? Beaten <laughs> into Submission, our sponsor, the Megaplex.
1: The Movie Show. Listen to them. Children
4: of the night.
1: What music they make. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. You know, before we hit the top of the hour, I just want to give everybody a little preview of uh, what is
2: coming. We're going to have the uh, movie show Top Ten, and I want to put that at the top of the list because that is what everybody in the world right now is waiting for.
3: Yeah, how much more money has Spider-Man made?
2: Oh, that is amazing. You know, the the numbers there are incredible. Uh, Dee will be joining us. We're going to talk about the quirky picks of the week. And we've still got other films, including we're going to talk about Marry Me and I Want You Back. And and, and Kels Goodman's movie, uh, Quarantine for Two. Yeah. That's actually a pretty good little film. Okay. We're going to talk about all of that coming up.
1: The Movie Show. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. All right, it is the movie show here at KSL, and of course, your best friend for a great night's
2: sleep is, is... Norman Bates. No, not oh. Norman Bates or Mother. It's the
1: official quirky pick of a week on the KSL Movie Show. Okay, Dee, what are we going to talk about this week?
0: I think, first of all, we should wish our firstborn happy birthday, because today's her birthday. That's right. It's Katie's Katie's birthday. And you know, I have a funny movie story to tell about Katie. I think it was probably pre-Steve. Doug had Debbie Reynolds on the movie show?
2: Uh, No, it was a a regular interview. It was just an
0: interview, because she was in town at Pioneer Theater with Annie Get Your Gun. Unsinkable Molly Brown. Are you sure? I think so. Okay, well, one of those. I, I don't agree, but, you know, okay. <laughs> she was in town. Singable, Molly she Brown. was in yeah. town well, she performing. She came to my
3: show, and we, we talked to her. And it you know, wasn't
0: sinkable? Oh, was. my goodness. All right, I, I can see. But anyway, so Doug talked with her, and uh, it was Katie's birthday. And oh. so she sang, she didn't sing Happy Birthday, but she sang k k Beautiful Katie. And Doug did a recording of that. It was really cute. She was so sweet, wished her a happy birthday. She was so nice.
3: She actually said... I will send
2: you an autographed picture and
3: And she did. And they she came did. in the mail. Yeah, like I uh, couldn't believe it. She yeah.
2: really is. She's one of the great old school. I mean, she worked at her craft, and she was a really kind and gentle person. She was a trooper. you know what I
3: think she loved? Every time she come to, came to Utah, she wanted to know about food storage, because she was hugely oh, into that. Interesting. She even had a backpack, because her daughter lived a couple miles away. Right? She says, when the earthquake comes, oh, Carrie's this... not prepared. And <laughs> Laurel <Yeah>. Canyon. <laughs> so I have a backpack. She gets on oh, her my bike, goodness. and she was going to go to Carrie's. Well, she
0: came to the right place then, didn't she? She, did? oh, she
2: yeah. just... Food storage capital of the world. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, that's fun. Anyway, I just, I was thinking about that this morning, driving here about Debbie Reynolds singing, happy, happy birthdays, happy birthday, Katie. Um, yeah, the QPW, I just put it up this morning, and this was, I was trying to find a movie because we've been doing a lot of series, and we just happened to stumble across this last night, and it's one I've always liked with Patrick Dempsey, Maid of Honor. Oh, yeah. yeah 2008, that's a great you know, it's, I just think it's. You know, it's a nice romantic. It's a nice rom-com for Valentine's, yeah. which is Jennifer kinda,
3: Lopez. Yeah, was y- it? No, no, no. no. no it was that Michelle
0: Moy-
2: made of M A I D? Oh, that maid was made in Manhattan. In Manhattan. In and
0: Manhattan. that's a good one too, though. That's yeah. a really good this one. Is that's the one the, where
2: she falls in love with a Scottish guy, and she's had the ongoing relationship with her friend Patrick Dempsey for years and who, years. And who years. developed
0: oh, the little yes, cup yes. uh, cup holders for hot for uh, coffee?
2: Uh, cup collars. Cup
0: collars, and so he was a cabillionaire from that. <laughs> but Made in Manhattan's good too with Ray Fiennes. Those are both good movies, but yeah, two different, two different yeah. movies. You got we the were, maids mixed yeah, up. We yeah. were watching Maid of Honor, and he, anyway, he realizes he's in love with her. And uh, she's met this Scottish lard, and that's, it, that's where the funny stuff remember comes in. Remember, they make in.
2: whiskey, and they're over there at the castle. I remember yeah. that. And, yes. remember they're, they're t- and this is the <laughs> funniest part, and we can't really repeat no, it here. No, it's my favorite. But, but when one of the old aunts is talking about when they have their first child, it will be named, and there's, well, I'll, I'll say it very carefully. It's a Scottish name, and it's Athol. Oh. And she goes, we're going to name our kid what?
0: And you kind of have to be it's there. It's kind but of an ongoing
2: gag, yeah.
0: It's funny. It's cute. And, and, and the Scottish Lord has shot everything for dinner. And he sings and he rides. Horses, and he's a really and, nice guy, yeah. too,
2: which makes it even more interesting. Yeah. it's yeah. It, You know, you can't hate the guy. Yeah.
0: yeah. So it's a cute Valentine movie if somebody hasn't seen it. 2008. So, you know, it's not current. So maybe have forgotten it. And I I would recommend Made in Manhattan Every time it's on with yeah, Jennifer Lopez, I like that one also. So, But we've really been into Jack Reacher.
2: Oh, yeah. oh good yeah, for you, we have really... By the way, we're in the last episode, so don't, don't yeah. tip us off here. Yeah,
0: I didn't even do a spoiler. He's only 6'3". I know. O- I thought he was only 6'2". Yeah, we read something that said 6'2". I looked it up, but but you know, I really like him. Alan Richson. I don't remember him from anything else.
3: Uh, he was in a couple of movies, but... Uh, yeah, he's just on the scene and... He's amazing.
0: And he's yeah. very different than Tom Cruise. I did read oh, a little yeah. review, you perhaps read this too, where the author said, Tom Cruise wasn't my pick. He doesn't fit the description. This guy fits
3: the description. Yeah. And, no, no, Tom Cruise brought the moxie, you know, he had that kind of swagger. Yeah, a but Tom swagger. Cruise
0: is Tom Cruise, you yeah. know. No, I, I, I get confused on which action movie he's in, because to me, he's kind of the same in Well, that in all is the great
2: thing about this, because we don't know this guy from yeah. 14,000 other roles. Yeah. And yeah. you, but you the, buy that he's this giant of a man, but he's
3: also very smart.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh yes, because he kind of they kind of keep referring to him as like this bumbling big dude, yeah, and yeah. he's and he's not, and yeah. he's clever and yep. he's snarky.
3: He yeah. thinks it through. Yeah, he does, yeah, and he, he is smart. Details yeah. matter. Details I, matter. That's I right. love this series. Yeah. I've watched them all. I. I wish the last episode had been just a little bit we better. Haven't seen no, it. Sometimes that third act, Yeah. you yeah. get to that third act and you go, oh, how are you going to resolve yeah. this? Yeah. And I was just a little bit disappointed. Is it
0: slated for season two?
3: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and we have a- to
0: do a little disclaimer on how it's got some real- Full frontal nudity it, and, and tough violence. stuff it, and violence.
2: Oh, oh there, there's the one It's not
0: off the chart, but it's these pretty. these
2: Venezuelan guys or whatever uh, yeah. they are. Oh, well,
0: Every time they put on their white suits and come to a scene, I just close my eyes. Yeah. yeah. yeah but, but I still really liked it. Jack Reacher's on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. All
2: right. What yeah. else have we got as a I've been court?
0: watching Love Life with Anna Kendrick because I'm a big fan of hers. It's a 10-part series. 2020 was Anna Kendrick. 2021 is somebody else, and it does kind of an arc of... Somebody's love life. And, and it's, it's kind of sassy, too. I but do like her. I, I, I like her. I've liked her in everything. She's a good singer, you know. Yeah. She's quirky. Yeah. So She's so she fits the quirky pick. But anyway, favorite Valentine movies? We've been doing Valentines this week. We've done yeah. Marry Me and I Want You Back. Yeah, you we're guys gonna are going to talk, talk about them. I just want to vote. I liked I Want You Back the best. Me too. Yeah, it was fun. I would recommend it. Jenny
3: Slade is so funny. Oh,
0: she is funny. She's cute uh, and Charlie funny. Charlie
3: Day, they worked really well yeah. together. Yeah, they did. Yeah,
0: they did. They really yeah. did. That was yeah. a
3: surprise for me. Yeah. Well, I went in expecting nothing.
0: More of a leading man in this. He's usually kind of had this weird little voice and been, yeah. a, been a funny sidekick. Like
3: the
2: horrible bosses, you know. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly.
0: I was trying to think of which one he was. And right. so so yeah, Valentine mm-hmm. mood. What's your favorite Doug?
2: Oh, you know, there are so many that are great that are new, but you know, I like some of the classics and even some that didn't turn out so happily, like the way we were. And so another great movie, Quiet Man, was one Um, of the all-time classic. But you know, they're they're a different type of. They're they're not rom-coms, you know. But there's Sleepless in Seattle, all that stuff. You know, there there's some great movies for Valentine. How about you? I, to be honest, I haven't seen it. Poseidon Adventure. Poseidon, <laughs> yeah.
0: That is a great love Die story. <laughs> <laughs> Die Hard. Well, you know, if it's for Christmas, it might as well have found them. I like Notting Hill for weddings and a oh, funeral. Yeah. I apparently oh, like Hugh Grant. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. yeah,
2: exactly. All right. That's well, there all I you got. have it. Yeah. The quirky picks of the week. Thanks, Dee. You're welcome. Get, get ready for Gilded Age. The new oh, oh,
0: my goodness. We're going to watch it tonight. Not we should you want
2: to say happy birthday it. to Katie?
3: Yes. Okay. okay. Happy birthday. You want me to sing it? No. Do you? Okay. All right. Do you need to. The movie
1: show. Una puta solo. Yes, Greedo. As a matter of fact, I was just going to see your boss tell Java that I've got his money. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, we've still
2: got some movies to talk about, including one that uh, I think caught us all a little off guard. I want you back. I remember, you know, we went into the film and thought, well, you yeah, know, okay, I and we all walked out.
3: Really I know. I was expecting to not like this movie. I know,
2: me too, for some reason. And then we'll talk about Marry Me and uh, Quarantine for Two, made by one of our local filmmakers that we've known for a long time. Yeah, Kels, Kels Goodman. So yeah. all of that is coming up, including the movie show Top 10 see
3: we got some good streaming news too
2: by the way we got some good stuff in this next half hour don't miss it here on the movie show plus we'll take a look at the oscar nominations just very quickly the the bigger categories the movie show
1: Mr. Burgundy you are acting like a baby I'm not a baby I'm a man I'm an anchor man on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM The Movie Show coming to you from IntelliBed. and boy you need
2: to uh, tell them your we didn't gel story we're going to talk yeah, with don't colin. be embarrassed yeah then just you know send it off to the facebook page because you could win an eight thousand dollar in television better hurry though yeah but better hurry And we'll talk more with colin in a moment but first how about if we review a little movie that caught us all off guard you me d all of us i want you back let's get some sound on that
3: just got dumped
5: oh me too he was the love of my life. And
3: is the love of mine.
5: But I'm not so sure that they're going to realize it, not with these shiny new people around.
2: What are we supposed to do?
5: We have to break them up.
3: That's crazy. <laughs> we can't do that. How would we do that?
2: You know, I, I was surprised at the originality they injected into something that we've kind of seen before. But in this case, the two dumpees combined to get their exes back, it's Tell almost so like more.
3: strangers on a train, except yep. so nobody dies. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's Jenny Slate and it's Charlie Day, and their conversations are so intriguing. I thought the premise itself was kind of goofy. Well, we're going to break them up so that we get our original partners back. Right. But of course, you know, the idea is, and well, wait a minute. When you guys hang out together, what's going to happen? You know, yeah. that kind of thing. But it's the conversations that they have. That's right. It's. Um, everything about this just made me laugh. I was just chuckling the whole time. I
2: was laughing out loud in this movie, and I didn't expect to. Like I said, you know, if if you just look at the overall premise and look at originality, but as you said, the originality is in the way they handled it, in the dialogue, in the conversation, in the plot, in the script. Yeah, It's there, and it's in the gift of the actors. It does have some sass,
3: though. This is rated it R, and it's only on Prime Video, which kind of bugged me a little bit that yeah. it's not in theaters, but... Yeah, you got. If you get a chance, uh, see. I want you back.
2: Yeah. Hey, you know, so, just so we don't run out of time on this, because you know, Kells is a friend of ours. Sure. We've had him on the air for a, a lot of things. LDS Film Festival. The LDS Film Festival. We've talked about some of his handcart. Pre- <laughs> yeah, handcart. We've we've talked about you know some of his previous films. Uh, do we have sound on this one? I'm hoping. I think so. I'm hoping we do. The title of the movie is Quarantine for Two. Uh, I'm Kenzie, yes. Brian's younger sister. I'm Chase. For me,
5: you
1: stay home. It's a pandemic, for crying out loud. I figured it out. I made a whole list. Social distancing fits. Do you like it? I love it. What am I doing? He's not going to smell me.
3: So at some point in, in the world, we're going to look back on this quarantine period and go, what was that about? Yeah. And so this movie is about two people that kind of meet each other, you know, a brother, you know, says, hey, I got this sister. You should call her. She's a nurse, uh, works in a nursing uh, home. Um, And he's just, you know, this kind of goofball guy. He's pretty cool, though. And they start, they meet on, you know, Zoom. And the thing that really intrigued me about this was, Since they actually couldn't be, you know, this is right at the beginning of quarantine when you couldn't get within six feet of anybody. Yeah. And they would do these Zoom dates. Like, one, they'd have, like, cook together, but they'd be on Zoom. Or they would play a game of checkers on, you know, uh, and they'd both share, like, a video game. I thought, how clever and really creative. It's this charming little film. Uh, You know, it's mainly these two people, although there's some other people involved in the film. But I just... The chemistry between the two worked for me. I thought it was really cute how they came up with different ideas to how they're going to have these dates. And when they finally do see each other, it's just like, ah, this is you in the daytime. Wow. Wow. You know, and it's yeah. it's a sweet, sweet cute movie. Um, Kells, you did a nice job here. And so, where do we see it? In
2: Megaplex Theaters. Megaplex Theaters. Yeah, okay. it's in several of them, actually. And the title again is Quarantine, Quarantine for Two. For Two. Yeah. All right, any of the local actors would recognize
3: yeah you you've seen the um definitely seen the guy in a lot of stuff right uh he was in the in the uh, Michael Flynn movie he was the guy that was um oh heck I can't remember he had the truck and oh yeah, yeah, kind okay. of the blonde haired guy sure yeah,
2: sure. he's in this, okay, all right, well, way to go I'm sorry, I don't know i can't remember his I, name. I, know I, I can't I feel bad. Remember the, I can't remember the name either, but I'll have to have Kel send me the link or even i better. i i think I sent it to you, did you yeah. I might have to actually go and see it on the big screen. Well, that's a
3: possibility. You know, sure. Why not?
2: The world intended, the cosmos intended it to be seen.
3: And if you're nice, we'll
2: send
1: you a copy of Handcart. Hey, absolutely. The Movie Show.
2: What a piece of junk.
1: She'll make point 0.5 past light speed. She may not look like much, but she's got it where it counts, kid. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Steve, I'm sure. Throngs of
2: individuals have been waiting for the movie show top 10, so I think we better do it. All right. Inflict. So now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the movie show top (laughs)
4: 10.
3: I'm like a wounded duck,
2: flying. A
3: wounded duck, a wounded duck.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> this time, ladies and gentlemen, for the movie show top ten, proudly sponsored by the people that uh, Steve should have called often, <laughs> and it's call climate and May services. Still. The people that I have called, and never mind, we won't compare the experiences. Okay, so number ten is Licorice Pizza. And uh, we're gonna have to kind of do this quick here, but twelve point yeah. seven domestically. Yeah. The three yeah. five has not done well. Yeah. American Underdog yeah. has made twenty six million dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Redeeming Love has made just a little over eight million dollars. The King's Man about thirty six million dollars domestically. Uh, Eighty
3: five foreign. It's at one twenty one. That's a pretty S- healthy number.
2: Sing two is such a cute little movie. Well worth seeing. One hundred and forty million domestically.
3: Uh, it's almost at 300 million
2: worldwide. That's really cool, and yeah. it deserves it. Scream at 69 million. Uh, another 51 foreign, It's at 121. Spider Man, it's a it's over 750 million dollars domestically now.
3: Yeah, now that's it's only 10 million away from Avatar, which is the number three domestic movie. The difference is, guess what? Avatar made two billion dollars internationally. I know, crazy. And and the uh, Spider Man's only at uh, only. At one billion. So oh. there's no way
2: they're going to catch Avatar. Okay. That, it's a killer movie, though. Wow, we haven't talked about a movie like that for a long time. Well, Moonfall. This movie really did crash and burn. We were talking or mocking literally. We we're mocking about it last week made about 10 million dollars domestically
3: another 3 foreign from yeah. the people that live on the moon apparently
2: and boy you made this prediction you were absolutely right jackass forever made about 25 million domestically
3: uh it's at 27 now another 5 foreign it's at 32 Holy this movie God. cost 10 million dollars to make and i'm not even sure How they got that much on the screen. Ten million bucks for that movie?
2: I know. Ridiculous. Okay. Hey, let's very quickly just talk about Marry Me. This has a real cast in it. I mean, we got J-Lo, everything. But, wow, is it a good movie? Here's a little sound from Marry Me.
1: Do you, some guy, take Cat to be a lawfully wedded wife?
4: Okay. It's an insane situation. I say we offer $5,000 and let it all blow over.
2: Or I
0: could stay married to him. I started something last night, and if I don't finish it, I'll look crazy. We gotta get out in front of this.
2: The implausibility meter is just off the charts on this one. Basically, we have these two pop artists, you know, very high profile, and they have this song called Marry Me. They are going to get married. They decide that they're going to sing it live on TV in front of 5,000 people. Jimmy Fallon's making fun of that 5,000 of their very best friends. And anyway, they get out there to do it, and just as she is getting ready to go on stage, he's already performed, he's going on stage Then all of a sudden she finds out that he's been hitting on her assistant. And so um, everything just comes unglued. In the I'm meantime, afraid. we have this little math professor that's played by Owen Wilson, yeah. and his cute little daughter. And he's just a really good guy. The kids love him. They're going to the mathathon, and his daughter has a little, you know, she she kind of freezes when she's in the mathathon. And but anyway, he gets dragged by uh, Silverman. What, what's her name? Uh, uh, oh uh, yeah, um, Sarah. Sarah Silver, Silverman. Uh, to the concert, to this event. And so And she has the sign. And she's got the sign that says Marry Me and other people are holding it too. Anyway, when things crash and burn on stage and she realizes what her fiance has has been doing. Yeah, he's cheated on her. She him. just she takes that moment, goes real personal, Everybody, everything's being streamed all around the world, and she looks down, sees him standing there, looks like a halfway decent guy holding a sign and goes, I'll marry you. And they do. He comes up on stage, they get married, and then from there on, it has little smatterings of Notting Hill, it has little smatterings of Pretty Woman, it has smatterings of everything else. It is so implausible that even when it's kind of cute and nice and well-intended, it just doesn't make it. I was really disappointed by this. Well, that's the
3: problem. When you dig a deep hole of completely preposterous situation and then you have to spend the rest of the movie trying to dig yourself out right. of it, it I mean, there are redeeming moments later in the film, no question. Yep. But you've set me up with such a stupid premise that I'm just – I never can forget that. Right. So oh. uh, it's charming –
2: there's some good music in it. There is some great costuming. There's some great staging in it. But what are you giving it?
3: Uh, I give it a B minus. Uh, it's in theaters and it's streaming on Peacock.
2: Yeah, we're we're on the same page on this movie. And again, it's called "Marry Me." And you know, there's so much. I mean, J Lo's got it. Other people, but it just didn't gel. Ah, were, nah, but I'm bummed. There's See, a gel story there's, there's a gel story Boy, talk about a nightmare date moment <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're in front of the whole world And you have to bust your go marry him. Hey, that does it for the movie show Have a great Valentine's Day Enjoy the Super Bowl, have a great weekend And tonight, when you go home, please make sure That you uh, hug the people you love On the movie show, rated R
0: Two friends taking pictures Of the rising full moon On a summer night
2: Two teenage kids